Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. L.A. Behind Bars. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Al Capone, Zoot Suit Riots, Watts Riots, Bloody Christmas, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Long Goodbye, Caged Heat, L.A. Confidential. These make up only part of the story of L.A.'s dark history. We're talking about the abandoned and haunted Lincoln Heights Jail. Ooh, I can't wait. You just visited this place. I am excited to hear more. I referenced the Lincoln Heights Jail in a previous episode, mm-hmm. and instead of referencing it and never doing anything about it. Mm. Figured I'd change my tune. Took some accountability. And actually did an episode on the Lincoln Heights Jail. In our world, we've come across iconic places like this. We're familiar with it. But sometimes you need a reminder. And I watched a movie, The Long Goodbye by Robert Altman, Mm -hmm. which I had never seen. I'm trying to watch more cinema. I don't know. I'm trying to watch things that I've never seen, especially Mm -hmm. something that is heavily LA-centric. Yeah. And it's a good movie. I didn't love it, but it was Mm -hmm. a good movie. There's a 10-minute scene in the beginning with a cat that is amazing. Mm -hmm. If you watch that movie, the scene (laughs) with the cat is so good in 1973. But I look at filming locations Mm -hmm. as a reflex. I can't enjoy a movie Mm -hmm. without looking up locations. And the Lincoln Heights Jail was not very far from where we are right now. Not at all. Maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, kind of east- not mm-hmm. East L.A., but East-ish L.A. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people would agree or disagree what East East L.A. is technically or not. Mm-hmm. To give you an idea. And there are so many movies and so many historical events that the Lincoln Heights Jail is somewhat in the center of them. What would be interesting is a story without the Lincoln Heights Jail. Would it mm-hmm. change any of these stories? Especially a lot of movies that Lincoln Heights Jail has something to do with in, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's interesting. The Lincoln Heights Jail operated from the 1930s to 1965 before being decommissioned. Before its closing, the jail even housed Al Capone himself. Whoa. 
and became infamous for an incident later titled Bloody Christmas. Holy shit. The jail was used for various things such as big Hollywood movies. Yeah. And became multi-use. As I saw it, it seemed relatively abandoned. Mm -hmm. Maybe one security guard in the back. I just saw a chair, so I just assumed there was some some security guard. But it has been used for a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Mixed-use, multi-use things that right now it seems like that was kind of more in the 90s and Mm -hmm. early 2000s. And now it seems it's just a Goliath and it's a lot of broken windows, a lot of spray paint. Totally. And like I said last time, eerily quiet. Yeah. Very eerily quiet. And I don't think a lot of people know that about LA. That's kind of a natural progression for a lot of these buildings where they have a specific purpose. They're designed a certain way. They get use out of that. It maybe gets too expensive. The neighborhood changes. They become kind of like up for grabs and then locations will come in or or people will, studios will use it and they'll make some more money that way. And then it eventually dries up and becomes abandoned. I can't speak for the inside, even though I try to take some peeks inside. And there's people that have been inside of it for for various reasons and whatever way they got in, they got in. It doesn't seem like a necessarily like safe place as Mm -hmm. far as structure itself. It seems like it hasn't really been used in my my estimation or my understanding in a while. Mm -hmm. The Lincoln Heights Jail located near the LA River was built in 1927 and cost $5 million dollars. It opened its doors in 1931 and initially was made up of five stories with space to house 625 prisoners. Relatively small jail. Surprising. Things had changed rapidly by the early 1950s, with the jail growing to hold 2,800 prisoners. Oof. In 1951, there was an unwarranted and unprovoked beating of seven prisoners. This is what became known as Bloody Christmas. If you've seen the movie L.A. Confidential, Mm -hmm. that is part of the plot or the subplot it's referenced in there yeah it's in like the landscape of it that started on christmas eve of 1951 when lapd officers julius trojanowski and nelson brownson headed out to a call that had reported minors drinking when they arrived the so-called minors were seven adult men daniel rodea elias rodea jack wilson william wilson raymond marquez Manuel Hernandez and Eddie Nora. The men produced their IDs showing their age, but the officers said they had to leave. The men refused. Mm -mm. We're adults. They're like, we're 19. We're TikTok stars. Now, the officers tried to forcefully remove them and a fight broke out. One officer needed stitches and the other got a black eye. Seven hours later, the men were arrested. Six were taken to the jail. Rodella or Rodea, however, uh, so I apologize for the mispronunciation. I forgive you. Was horrifically beaten by multiple police officers. On Christmas morning, a rumor broke out between a large number of drinking officers at a Christmas party. If you've seen LA Confidential, this yeah, is, this is exactly that, what's happening. That Julius Trojanowski had lost an eye. The six prisoners were then taken from their jail cells and beaten for 95 minutes by approximately 50 officers. Oh, God. All the men received several injuries. A cover-up attempt followed, and shockingly, the results of the eventual trial, eight officers were indicted and tried between July and November of 1952. Five were convicted, but only one of the men got a prison sentence of more than one year. Fifty-four other officers were transferred, and 39 were temporarily suspended without pay. Okay. Now, this this is a kind of complicated issue, but also tale as old as time, this kind of reshuffling after something horrible has happened within an institution. Al Capone was detained at Lincoln Heights Jail along with other notable individuals, such as those arrested during the Zoot Suit Riots and the Watts Riots. Two huge, huge pieces of history here and internationally. That's wild. Al Capone was there. Al Capone was right in my backyard. Is that what you're saying? 
The jail also had a high number of LGBTQ inmates, and the inmates were kept in a separate wing. The LAPD had a heavy crackdown on the LGBTQ community activity during the 1950s and 60s. Of course. Whether it's indecency or, mm-hmm. or whatever they were Absolutely. charges. Whatever excuse that they have for persecuting an oppressed group. It's, this jail really has is a hotbed of the rights and the civil rights and the mm-hmm. human rights of, of, of the people of Los Angeles. Undercover officers would go to bars and parks that were known as hangouts to members of this community and then arrest anyone they suspected of soliciting non-heterosexual sex and prostitution. The Black Cat in Silver Lake yeah, is, is another – is a place that a lot of arrests happen. I uh, could imagine there's the a correspondence to the Black Cat in Silver Lake – to the Lincoln Heights Jail. Yeah, and to give you a frame of reference, Sunset goes down the cross-section of the whole city. We're talking about a little bit more east Sunset, and this is maybe a mile the other way, two miles tops. And I I believe the Black Cat was a pre-stone wall. Yeah. As far as those iconic times in the history of human rights, civil Absolutely. rights. And really important place and yeah, still exists, really honors that history. If you're in LA, you should definitely check it out. The jail was officially decommissioned in 1965 after the LA City Council and LA County Board of Supervisors decided to consolidate inmates to nearby county jails as it would be more cost effective. In 1979, the jail became home of the Bilingual Foundation of the Arts as well as a gym. This arrangement lasted until 2014. The operations were closed after asbestos and lead paint were discovered in the building. Oof. I don't know how it's discovered. Yeah. I, would you assume that it's there? <laughs> yeah. What Did you think there would be renovation? At what point were they like, hey, let's get the asbestos out of here? Yeah. At the point where people are dying and lawsuits are coming into play, that they're like, oh, maybe we'll do our due diligence years after the fact. Again, this is very typical. Mysteriously, before this happened, the gym's owner was found dead at the bottom of an elevator shaft. In 1994, local boxing champion Johnny Flores fell to his death in the elevator shaft after leaving the LA Youth Athletic Club. The community champion amateur boxer was found at the bottom of the service elevator shaft just steps away from the boxing gym he founded and where he spent most of his days. God. Jim made use of the former jail cells and holding tanks to provide athletic training for local youth. Can you imagine walking into a gym and being like, this is a jail? And not only that, someone already died in an elevator in here. Would you ever take an elevator in this building? I think it's pretty tough to have some boxing training inside of jail cells and holding tanks. It's pretty (laughs) tough. But also it provides a place for the youth of L.A. to go. It's a social program, you know. Maybe get the asbestos and lead paint out of it, too. It's like a sad story that kind of leads to kind of the darkness around the Lincoln Heights Jail. Absolutely. And I support this, too. But they don't want to make any renovations. I can't imagine psychologically walking into this thing. And actually, I know someone who works very, very close to this building. And they have also – it's a school and they have asbestos problems and lead problems in the pipes there. So it's it's not like things are actively being improved for whatever reason. Again, these are oftentimes city-run buildings for a while, so they don't get maybe the attention that they need and then they're privatized and maybe it's too much of an undertaking, I guess. I'm not a city planner. Let's take a break. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. <sighs> Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. How's it, how's it going? How's, how's it hanging? How's it hanging? This is it. <laughs> this is We're where, checking in. You're, at, you're here and we're here too. Time to look inward. How does it look? Mm. Mm. Uh, don't do that. My outward isn't that great. No. I'm sure my inward isn't much better. But you know no. what? This is it. <laughs> this is the time. <laughs> this is what you get, so you'll make what you can with it. It's like leftovers. We want to say hello to anyone who's listening, anyone who supports the show, spreads the good word, spreads the gospel. Could you? For us? No. You know what? We'll still... (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm not in a position to say otherwise, so okay. You hold all the cards. Absolutely. You have the power. We want to say hello to our government. Mm -hmm. We got in not chronological or alphabetical order. Good. What would the chronological... I guess when they joined Patreon. Never mind. Go on. I was going to say age. (laughs) Order of age. How would we know their age? In order of address number and state. Oh, I got that. I got that information. Cat Joselle. Hello. James Harrington. Hello. David Bull. Hello. Ashley Matson. Hello. Dara Rosenzweig. Oh, hello. And our governor, <gasps> who has sent a message from Mountain High. Oh, really? A decree? She sent out a decree, and instead of me taking the heat, I threw <laughs> you under the bus. Oh, good. Our governor was not... Satisfied, we did not call her the one and only. Uh-oh. As if there were many, As many. As if there is anyone else. We thought that was implied. We were wrong. We were dead. Wrong. Don't leave us. <laughs> Please. You know, we we, to. What do we do? I'll do, we'll do anything. Anything. We'll do anything. Anything. Terrible things. Name a thing. DM, yeah, we'll us with a, DM us with a thing. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We don't care. Mm-mm. You think we won't? Oh, you don't know us. I also said that I would, like, make a, write a poem. <laughs> You did? Yeah, but maybe this whole episode's a poem. No. No. Mm, no. no. Who, who's to say other, other than people that are literate? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Weigh in. The one and only. The one and only. Avian Noble. Noble. So if you want early access, bonus episodes, no chit chat. You don't need that in your life. Cut the shit. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. And if you happen to watch or you do watch the History Channel's History's Greatest Mysteries, the episode, the Amityville Horror, (gasps) if you watched it, I haven't seen it yet. Let me know what you think of me. And if you think I look fat, 
Tell them. No, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say, don't tell me. Why would I say tell me? Should we have a viewing party for your episode? Do, do you have the History Channel? <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure. I, I don't know how you get the History Channel. Either. Does just, I work for the History Channel right oh, now. Yeah. So you're. You <laughs> I'll think, figure it out. We'll figure it out together. I've only seen myself in some clips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm always saying the same thing. The Amityville horror is something that's almost never talked about. <laughs> <laughs> no. Very obscure. Very obscure. Very obscure. But we're going to, one more time, we're going <laughs> to. Let's do it again. We're going to solve it. So yeah, one last if, try. You've seen that episode. Uh, thanks for checking it out. And let me know if you think. It just play hot or not. <laughs> but if it's hot, tell me. Let us if know. it's not, tell Rebecca. <laughs> I'll collect them and then I'll report back. You're like, yeah, that's a lot of Hollywood talk. Do you have more? The Lincoln Heights Jail does have more. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go back in those crazy prison gates. The Lincoln Heights Jail has served as the backdrop to many hot Hollywood movies, ones you Ooh. know, iconic. Ooh. I'll go as far as say. Maybe without this jail, I don't know what the trajectory of these movies would be. Mm. There's a little movie called A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. The boiler room scene. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's the Lincoln Heights jail. Ooh, look past the the fog machines and you'll see it. I mean, without that boiler room, that boiler room scene. Yes, it's a great movie around that. It's a really mm-hmm. good classic yeah. horror movie. But the fact that some of it took place in this jail that we've been describing i think it, it's those little details that you don't know when you're watching it how would you know yeah especially absolutely. as a kid when i was watching it terrified by the way still terrified oh my god so i wouldn't nightmares. know the like oh it's filmed in a pretty dark place mm-hmm. and los angeles in you know, the early 1980s mm-hmm. was running amok with with that oh absolutely can you imagine driving in from beverly hills from burbank like, from the studios to this place and being like well it's probably pretty late. Let's set up and shoot this terrifying scene. The movie Caged Heat, which is a kind of a popular Ooh. 80s kind of exploitational kind of like people in jail. Oh, movie. I haven't seen it. It sounds like it's right for this jail. The Long Goodbye that I mentioned. Of course. Of course. Uh, Robert Ulmer directed and the author Raymond Chandler. You yes. Know, that- L.A. darling Raymond Chandler. And this movie is... Based on his work, I think it took some other liberties with it, but that jail is right in there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Only a few years after it closed down, too. So it's that an is interesting. also wild. L.A. Confidential, of course, mm-hmm. referencing the Bloody Christmas mm-hmm. and that story is you know ripped right from the headlines. Yeah. Did you know Pamela Anderson auditioned for L.A. Confidential? I did based on... Uh, Pam yeah. and Tommy? Yeah. Can you imagine if she was in that movie, in that jail? Uh, yeah. It'd be interesting to... It's a separate thing, what Pamela Anderson's trajectory might have been. A fun little romp called American History X. Oh, yeah. Some of the roofs of that movie. Oh. Uh, am I just describing the movies of, that were liked by the guys you dated? I imagine the, a lot yeah. of these fell I, into I'm the, seeing the posters <laughs> in succession as I'm laying on their futon, waiting for them to stop playing guitar or video games. <laughs> yeah. Pick one. So, no Fight Club or no uh, Matrix oh. in this in this one. Sorry. Maybe the next oh, one. Maybe next one. Scarface? No, no. Um, but some of Scarface was filmed in Los Angeles. Okay. I'll take it. It's also been used in some music videos. Let's have some fun. Mm. Lady Gaga's Telephone. Oh. And Blink-182's Feeling This, I believe. Okay, okay, so, okay. So, you, know, you know, you could say, oh, that's lame or corny, but it's like, it, or is it kind of cool? Or them it's to do a it? fucking jail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're, and I remember the Lady Gaga one, too, where they're leaving jail. They're yes. in prison. That's the one. Yeah. 
It's great. It's so a great song. What's great about this particular episode is what we're talking about is is beside the fact that you can see, I mean, on Instagram or many, many pictures, but you could see it on celluloid kind totally. of and, get, and, and in different time periods. And you can really get an interesting 360 view of the whole thing, which yeah. I find very exciting. I love that. I mean, it really is. It's as cliche as it sounds. It has given this place more life being a part of these different productions and maybe even being a part of our podcast. Now the hauntings. That's what you want. <laughs> right? It is reportedly and notoriously haunted. Mm-hmm. A lot of what I found is from you know, TV film crews. And I, I don't need like a source to tell me that this place is probably haunted. No, you Think felt about what it. we mentioned. It, it's, it freaked me out when I was there. You felt it. And just the amount that's happened in there in a relatively short, you know, ni- 1930s to 1960s and mm-hmm. then on, it has just so much history and so much is pulled from it. Yeah. It's co- constantly being pulled from to use to tell other dark stories or other dark tales totally. it's hard to believe that it wouldn't be and i didn't find anything concrete some people are like no it's not you know it's just abandoned or, or whatever but all, there's people that worked on these film sets that are like something's not something's right up. here and also if you want to know if something's haunted ask a film crew that has spent 18 hour days there honestly like they'll tell you because you were i mean you produce Yeah. And I'm not even, listen, I'm usually behind a screen somewhere. There's camera people that are in there. There's sound people. They're just standing there observing everything around them. And for the film and TV, they're not there to like find paranormal activity. They're there to film a Lady Gaga music video or Nightmare on Elm Street. They're trying to do their job. They're not there going, oh, I can't wait to find a haunt. They're probably like, what's going on? Yeah, I gotta get home to my family. In 2016, there looked to be a new lease on life on the horizon for the Lincoln Heights Jail after the city of L.A. issued a request for interest to garner development ideas for the property. Permission was granted to the Lincoln Property Company and 15 Group to redevelop the prison. Lincoln Heights Jail was set to become Lincoln Heights Makers District. The space was going to have commercial and manufacturing spaces, recreational areas, an office space, live-work housing, and an amphitheater with a green space. But March 2020 saw different things happening, and that mm-hmm. came to a halt and was put on hold due to environmental issues. I'm sure obvious mm-hmm. other issues. <laughs> yeah, just environmental issues. There were hazardous material and trash that needed to be removed that apparently mm-hmm. required more effort than initially expected. I don't know. As somebody who looked at this, mm-hmm. I would walk up to it and be like, no. It's not whatever we want to do right now. It's no. not ready to do that. I don't care what it is. I don't care if yeah. it's putting a coat of paint on it. It's just a Goliath of a place that looks like it's in any dystopian future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know what they thought. There was somebody's there with a, a Swiffer. Yeah, they're like, uh, great. We yeah, we can we can just uh, sweep up here and then um, we'll take the barbed wire off the thing and we'll put in a juice bar, amphitheater, live workspace. <laughs> You're not going to live there and you're not going to work there. But I hope, I mean, I, obviously I, I hope it, I hope it does, but it has uh landmark status. Yeah. Really great art deco. So a lot of that will be retained. That's I selfishly great. like it like that, but I know that's just a selfish thing that I have no stake in. Obviously yeah. it's a lot of space and it, if it could use, be used for something beneficial to the community, hopefully, mm-hmm. or bring revenue into Los Angeles. I'm always all for that, but selfishly I like to just kind of see it as it is. Yeah, just, you know, we work on the bottom, a Walmart on the second floor, uh, put like a moon juice in the elevator, 
Or what about the ghost town library on the roof? (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.